Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am super excited to introduce um, Dr. Christiana Schluter, and she is an accountability coach. So over the years of me freelancing, and as I've continued on this journey, one of the huge things that's been important to me is that self-accountability. And we're going to talk today about that self-accountability and how the mindset really affects um, accountability. So I will let you introduce yourself, Christiana, and we will get started. Well, thank you so much for having me here, Leah. I'm super excited to be here. My name is Christiane Schröter. I live in California. I'm a full-time professor at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, where I teach innovation, entrepreneurship, and marketing. And then I am also a coach. And that means I help people reach their wellness goals, their health goals, but also increase their productivity. So today I'm going to share some secrets with you of how especially freelancers can get that accountability going and their productivity up. I love that. I feel like at this time of year, I definitely could use a refresh on the productivity coming off of, you know, a crazy busy holiday season, January, and now settling into 2024 as we just kind of kick it into high gear as we finish out quarter one and then into the rest of the year. So exciting. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's do it. I have six steps and I'm going to share them with you. So if you have paper and pen, let's, you know, get started. We're going to keep this pretty much like going through pretty um, interactive and succinct so that you can get the most out of it and then immediately get started afterwards applying all of this. Awesome. We'll also have these outlined in the show notes as well. Great. Well, so... I said six steps for success or accountability. And the first one is one you might have heard before. We're calling it set clear achievable goals. And the method that I use as accountability coach is called the SMART goals method. So your goals need to be very specific. They need to be measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So that acronym reads S-M-A-R-T, right? Specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Why is that important? Well, if you just write down, I want to be rich, well, there is no time with it. It's not really specific. What do you define as rich? Do you define it by money? Do you define it by health? And so what you really want to do is the more specific you can be, but also, of course, the more measurable it has, so it has a number attached to it, the more it's actually going to happen. So you really need to sit down and dig down deep because we all have different definitions of goals and think a little bit about what exactly do you want to accomplish. It could be dreaming big. There's no problem with that. But the main thing is really that it's important to you and it gets you going every single day because as freelancers, that's really like what you want to keep front and center. You need to have goals. You're striving to accomplish those goals. And that step one will get you there. 
That's super important. Yeah. For me, that was one of the hardest things to step into the freelancer world because I was doing something different than what I was doing before. And I didn't have that accountability. I didn't have someone telling me what to do, when to do it. And so really latching on to goal setting has translated into that self-accountability piece for me. That's awesome. And of course, um, what I like too is I'm a visual learner. So I like to actually write down goals, maybe on sticky notes and post them in different places, or you could also put them electronic. So let's actually come to that second step, using a planner or a digital tool. So a planner, I more think is like a paper thing that you might have on your desk. Maybe you're taking notes every day. Maybe you have little to-do lists on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. A digital tool I personally like my iCalendar. You could use a Google Calendar. It's something where you enter appointments. But I really want to emphasize, I use my iCalendar so extensively. So I have color-coded meetings. And that means that, um, for instance, I have things that are for my job, um, maybe in purple, right? My Hello Happiness has a purple color right there. But my professor job there in green. I'm also a fitness instructor, so those are things are blue. So I color code my day, and that allows me to see what I'm doing when, but it also lets me put a day into a certain like focus. So for instance, Mondays, I do meetings. On Tuesdays, I maybe focus on podcasting. On Wednesday, I maybe focus on a wellness piece. So you need to think a little bit in terms of shifting your calendars and giving yourself the ability to accomplish the goals by putting them actually in there. Because if it's not on your calendar, it's probably not going to happen. Yep, exactly. For sure. That is definitely something that if it's not on my calendar, it does not exist and my family knows it, my friends know it. Right. So that comes to the third thing. You have to establish regular check-ins. Regular check-ins could be with yourself. Maybe every Sunday evening, you take a look at your calendar, you take a look at your goal, and you see, all right, so how am I doing on my journey to accomplishing that goal? Am I really making the best use of my time? Is there something that needs to go? Or is that something that I need to boost up a little bit? So kind of go through this mental check system right there that, you know, I use. It's kind of like a traffic light. What needs to um, what needs to be maybe more is like a green light. Orange is like, hmm, maybe modify. And red, maybe I need to let go of that. It's just not really serving me right now. And maybe put that on the back burner. And that could be something you pick up again in the future. So... What's important is about this reviewing the goals means you have a GPS, that's your goal, and you're navigating and adjusting course because it's never a straight line to get to your goal. There's always little like winding roads. I call them scenic routes. They're not necessarily bad. You don't need to be hard on yourself and don't say, oh my gosh, I failed. I didn't accomplish my goal. It's just that you figured out that maybe that was not the way to achieve your goal, right? It was your own unique way of getting to your goal. So be very clear and, you know, gentle with yourself that as long as you keep reviewing it and you keep adjusting course, you will get there. You know, it's it's something that just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Um, that's where resilience kind of comes in. That's where as a freelancer, like it's a choice that you've made. And so you just have to figure out how to push through, how to 
keep going when life kind of is not fun at times. Or for me, one of the hardest things is like coming back after I've been sick for a few days, like, cause I've pushed myself as I've got, you know, like as I've been sick, cause I just have, you know, things that I have to get done. And then I don't take the proper time to rest. And I, after I'm feeling better, it takes me, I notice that it takes me longer to get back into my rhythm because I'm so tired from pushing through rather than if I would have just given myself a day off, given myself some time to recoup and, that's where I notice it the most. Right. And, and this is actually a perfect transition to the to the fourth one, which is finding an accountability partner. So let's say maybe you are not feeling well and you have these um, regular check-ins on Sunday nights where you look at your calendar, right? And your accountability partner meets up with you or maybe you text each other or maybe that's something that you actually have an established group that person then needs to be honest enough to tell you, you know what, Leah, you got to take a day off. And that is so important because we tend to think that we can do it all. Um, Superman, superwoman powers, and we're just pushing ourselves through where in reality, your productivity is actually not increasing. It's essentially just, you know, working like half time. So think about like an oven. It's just like, it's not putting up the right heat to really fuel what's happening. And you're like, you really want to crank it up, but you can't, you know, there's just no fuel in there. So sometimes it helps to say, all righty, I'm really going to put things down here for a day because I know when I come back, it's going to be so much more productive. And I really owe that to myself that I'm showing up as the very best I can be. So that accountability partner has to be honest with you and telling you when things don't work or when you don't work, but also the accountability partner has to be there for you to celebrate the little wins, which is, you know, the step five, celebrating milestones. You have to feel that the accountability partner is never selfish in working with you and not feeling that you own a success. Um, I have friends and they are always there when I have little successes that I text them and I know that they're honestly happy for me. And I have other friends or I used to have other friends where I felt like I can't tell them because they're going to be jealous. So <laughs> your accountability partner should be more of the first group, right? The people that you can share something and they're like, oh my gosh, let's get together. Let's celebrate. This is amazing. So that's what you need in your life, like an empowerment, inspiring group of people. They lift you up and they're not pushing you down. Yep. A hundred percent. I agree with that. There's a lot of people out there that I found that don't understand the world of entrepreneurship. They don't understand the world of freelancing. So like, um, a lot of the people in my circle, like I'll get a new client and I'll tell them and I'll be all excited about it. And they just are kind of like, okay, like, great. Like high five, like no big deal. But I'm like in the world of freelancing, like that is a big deal because you have to go through so many steps to get a new client. Um, and sometimes it's just hard to get them. And so that should be celebrated. But in the world, like in the typical nine to five W2 status, if someone gets a new job, like that's it celebrated. 
So it's just a different level of expectation in the freelancing world. So I definitely agree with you that you need to take time to figure out a way to celebrate your milestones. Um, So one of the things that I implemented a long time ago um, with my kids, so I have a 15 and 18 year old. So when report cards come out, you know, we go out for a celebratory dinner for them. And so then when they were probably middle school age and I started freelancing, I was like, hey, we're going to celebrate my accomplishments as well, because I don't want that to see like that's only like a youth thing. It's only a child thing. Like, so every time I get a new client, small, big, you know, life-changing or a simple like a one-off project, we're going to go out for dinner and celebrate that because I want them to grow up knowing that it's important to celebrate those wins. It's I'd rather celebrate those wins than have to, you know, go through and have more attention on the consequences of life as those happen as well. So that's something that I've implemented a long time ago in my family and they love it. One of my kids was saying the other day, they're like, you haven't gotten a new client for a while. I'm like, I am like full workload right now. I don't have time for a new client. They're like, well, I was kind of like looking forward to a fun dinner. And I was like, you're going to be waiting for a little while, guys. Report cards come out in a couple weeks. So they can, you know, they can handle that. But that's just kind of where they're at. They, But they were checking in on me. Like it, so it was kind of that accountability, but not in the freelancing way that I normally think about it too. So that was a fun experience to go through with them. I think that's a great um, habit, really, to use your family and to include your family in those six steps to increase your accountability. Um, Because as a freelancer, working from home also means that your family is right there or your roommates, if you live with somebody else or if you live by yourself, maybe neighbors, right? So you're not living in a vacuum and use that surround system around you. Of course, it's amazing to have friends virtually, um, to text with people across the country or across the world. But the people that are right there, they see you and they might see things that visibly you're stressed and they can help you uplift you then or they see visibly that you are happy and they can celebrate things with you. So I would always encourage people to take advantage of your immediate support system right there. Mm hmm. So let's come to that last step. And that is actually really important. And it ties in with the previous thing, celebrating milestones. So sometimes we think of milestones, as you mentioned, like the new client, um, the big win, where maybe you got that client, um, the, the deal that they're really looking for. I would encourage you breaking down your goals into smaller tasks. The advantage of that is that those milestones are not like years away, but they're rather like little successes. So nearly think of like, you have this ginormous watermelon and you're basically cutting it down into little digestible pieces and you can actually eat them just with your hands. It's just like that. And there's also a saying that's, um, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So you really want to go for your goals, but at the same time, um, don't beat yourself up if it seems like the goal is really far away and you're nowhere even to be clear. Because as long as you keep working towards, you can start celebrating those smaller tasks because it's more manageable. And at the same time, of course, it's easier to tackle and maintain accountability because you're feeling you're moving in the right direction. So maybe let's just review them again. So the SMART goals was the first one. Planner was the second one. 
regular check-ins. And that also leads to that next one, which is accountability partner, celebrating milestones, and lastly, breaking down goals into smaller achievable tasks. And I think that we all can take advantage of accountability, especially as we are working from home, being freelancers. It's something that is an easily established system that you can start. Yeah, I think all of those are super awesome and great to implement. It was kind of fun to kind of do a mental checklist of like the things where I am doing well and things that I can definitely improve on. Um, So that was a great checkpoint for me as well. So can you share and we'll finish up with um, if you want to just share like a success story of someone who's following these goals or these these steps um, and strategies, how that really affects their mindset that also intertwines with that self accountability piece. Um, Because I think it's so important to kind of like vision cast of like us who are like kind of stuck, if you're feeling stuck, or you are just implementing this strategy um, with these steps for the first time, it's hard to kind of see that vision. So if you want to share like a story of someone who's implemented it, and then um, can reap the rewards from implementing it. Of course. Yeah. So I've worked with hundreds of solopreneurs all around the globe. And I frequently have um clients that actually come in and they don't immediately actually even know what their goal is. Goal setting is a hard work. So I, Mm -hmm. as accountability coach, I help them figure out, all right, so where do we actually want to go? Um, Because, well, to be honest with you, sometimes we don't even know what are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do next year? I mean, it's hard work to figure out as solopreneur or as freelancers, like, what, what am I actually trying to accomplish? So I had a client who came in and I would say it was like a little bit also of a fear there, right? Getting started. And so what we really did is um, followed my steps to accountability. So I have six different steps with an intake, with a one-on-one coaching, but also with an accountability group that means twice monthly. We really went through everything. And it is really the mindset that is the main challenge. So I always say the main challenge to reaching your goals is the area right between your ears. Um, Because as long as you're scared and getting started, it's not going to happen, right? So confidence really comes from repetition. Setting up accountability is hard. But what I realized with my intake and with my one-on-one coaching with that particular client was there was so much fear in putting yourself out there as a freelancer that we never even like came to um, setting goals because it was like the whole fear of putting things down on paper and getting started. And then what if people judge me, etc.? So you have to put all that to the side. There will always be people that will be amazing clients for you. And there might be some people that might not be a good match. If you don't put yourself out there, you're essentially stealing from others because you're not sharing your amazing skills. So with that particular client, we totally turned around the mindset. So we did a lot of mindset and confidence building changed the attitude and I remember after two weeks I got like the first text messages that said I cannot believe how different I show up every day and how different I feel and so as a freelancer we frequently feel we're living in our own little bubble at home but that particular person then really showed up completely different also leaving home in day-to-day life interactions so sometimes it's really 
you know, just getting started. And it's really at the root of things in switching your mindset and giving yourself more credit than what you really usually do on a daily basis. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you want to, um, you have a mastermind group. I'd love for you to share the details of that. And then you also have a podcast for people to listen to. If you want to just share that as well, and then we'll get this episode finished up. Yeah. So my mastermind group is meeting twice monthly. Um, we have a, an amazing group of people that join in. And of course, you know, I mentioned the twice monthly that sets amazing deadlines for people to get things done. But then of course, it's, I call it about the three C's, right? So it's about connecting with others, collaborating on different projects. Um, so you actually have more eyes looking at something. You can ask for feedback. And then, of course, you're building community. So it's connection, collaboration, community. And the beautiful thing about accountability, of course, is that we are all in our own bosses. We are pushing ourselves. But at the same time, if there is another community there, it really helps because you don't want to show up and say, oh, I really didn't do anything. So that mastermind group um, is up on my website, hellohappynest.com, where you can also see my podcast. It's called Happy Healthy Hustle. I interview hustlers that went through challenges and I'll share how they overcame them. And I would love for you to tune into that as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll put those links definitely in the show notes. And as far as the listeners go, you can always send me a message. And that link is also in the show notes. I love in, engaging and interacting with um, the listeners to make sure that we're providing the content that you guys want on this podcast. And it's really important just to, you know, kind of get that self that, that self accountability piece is the, probably the hardest thing that people have um, when they're working with um, getting started as a freelancer. So it's really something that we want to stay top of mind and just put some strategies in. And I think that these were so great for um, you to just start implementing right away. So very easy to implement as well. Thank you so much for joining me. Do you have anything else that you want to close with? Well, I, I just always say my mantra is just do it, right? It's, it's something that if if you don't get started, yeah, now it's it's just not going to happen. So just go for it. Um, it might be messy, but we are all imperfectly perfect. So um, I encourage you out there. I'm giving you a high five right now. Just go for it. Love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at TalkingFreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.